Welcome to Strong Faith Fit Life, the daily-ish podcast where we explore the intersection of faith and health to help you build strength from the inside out. My name is Deborah. Welcome to the show. Episode 24. We are picking up where we left off episode 23, talking about stress management tools. And just a quick reminder, there are plenty of tools that we have in our toolkit that help us manage stress and anxiety and depression. And again, I'm going to remind you, if you do have something that you think is more concerning, please reach out to a medical professional. One of the best things that you can do for yourself when it comes to anxiety and stress management is to get good sleep. This is a really big one. Sleep is such an important one that we know that if you don't get ample amounts of good, solid sleep that cycles through all of the sleep cycles, that it is actually detrimental for your weight, for your waist specifically, because it actually increases your weight, but specifically you often gain weight around the waist, which is also detrimental to your organs because you're talking about visceral body fat. And so why does sleep, why is sleep such a big one? Well, here's the deal. The stress hormone cortisol rises when you don't get enough sleep. Our body is trying to compensate by keeping us awake. Now for men, sometimes they consume a lot of testosterone to help them stay awake and they're able to do that. And then, but for us ladies, oftentimes our cortisol comes with a rise in estrogen, which gives our body a perceived notion of lower progesterone. And When we have estrogen in our bodies, high amounts of it, we sometimes feel pretty spiky and irritated and we're, or if we just have high cortisol alone, we still feel that spiky irritation. We're not coping as well. The progesterone in our body is often a calming hormone. No, this is not equivocal for everybody. Um, especially when we're replacing, it looks a little different, but we are looking for keeping our cortisol nice and stable so the other reproductive hormones in our bodies do not create added stress. And not to mention, if you have high cortisol, well, your melatonin doesn't like to kick off its production at nighttime so you don't feel sleepy. You might feel more anxious. You might get un, you know, disturbed sleep not quite rested all the way. Maybe you don't even cycle through all of the sleep cycles, which we actually know are important, okay? So one of the big tips that I have when it comes to stress management is simply go to bed at a consistent time, okay? Just go to bed consistently. Now, I know everyone is like, what do you mean consistently? And I didn't say go to bed early. I didn't say go to bed late. I just said consistently. If you're a person who needs more sleep or you're an early riser, you know what? If you're trying to get up at 5.30, you need to be in bed at like 9.30, sometimes 10 o'clock. If you're one of those people that doesn't need to be up until 10, well, you know what? Midnight might be your jam. It doesn't really matter as long as you're consistent in your bedtime and your wake-up time. And both of those, when you're consistent, will actually help your body manage its stress. But if you are unable to get up, sometimes it can indicate a health issue. I also want to touch on the fact that Uh, If you are happening to sleep too much, I think this is a really important thing to note. If you are sleeping too much, then you need to uh, be evaluated by a medical professional because too much sleep is also detrimental. It can make the body sluggish, can be an indication of depression, um, and it can be an indication of some health issues like we talked about a couple weeks ago, thyroid disorder being one of the main ones. Also, sometimes people who are having uh, insulin issues, so insulin resistance and some blood sugar issues, they also find that they oversleep. 
Okay. So tip is to go to bed consistently, consistently. And then also don't forget to turn your phones into night shift. You want to really make sure that your body is taking in the environment, like the outside environment and seeing that the sun is setting because when the sun starts to set, our melatonin production begins and our body begins to prepare itself for sleep. And if you're watching your phone and it's blue lights, uh, it actually kind of works to trick the mind to think that, you know what, it's still daylight because most of the light that we use is like white light. Um, so make sure you turn your phones into night shift if you're going to use them in the evening. I know many of you guys are readers like I am. So if you're a reader, night shift. Turn that phone off, go to bed. Okay? So following a sleep routine, they say improves concentration. So it's a sleep routine. So this is important and I want to leave this one with you. Following a sleep routine improves concentration, improves mood, and sharpens judgments. Those are huge benefits. The next benefit or the next thing we should do is talking about stress management is exercise. And you guys know me. This is why I'm here. I love to talk about fitness. I love to talk about health and wellness, all the things. And physical exercise actually increases neurotransmitter production. Um, It leaves you feeling more relaxed and less anxious overall. And I have to tell you, like my favorite, one of my favorite quotes, not my favorite movie, but quotes from a movie is... Exercise increases endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't kill people. I am quoting Elle Woods from Legally Blonde. If you haven't seen it, definitely worth watching the movie. But Elle Woods' character, not wrong. Why? Because we know that 20 to 30 minutes of aerobic exercise increases the feeling of well-being. We also know that weightlifting and powerlifting and traditional weightlifting of some of any sort where the muscles are straining uh, improve the production of noradrenaline, dopamine, and serotonin, which are neurotransmitters. Um, so doing those different things really helps with managing stress because we are increasing the things we need in our body to help us cope with the situations. And if we're getting enough sleep, we're also making good judgment calls. So we've got a body that's working better. We've got a mind that's working better. What's the last thing? You know me, wouldn't go without talking about the healthy diet. All right, a healthy diet generally equals a healthy gut. And a healthy gut improves the quality of the brain connection between the gut and the brain called the gut-brain axis. And we know that micro, like specific microbes in the gut produce neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine, which help regulate mood and emotions. So the gut microbiome has been indicated as a specific thing for mental health outcomes, meaning if your gut biome is bad, You've got negative outcomes. If your gut biome is good, you have positive outcomes. The gut biome is extremely important. And so how do we get that? Well, you guys know me, nutrition is central. So the first thing I would tell you would be to eat your vegetables. And I will lump fruit in there too, even though I know they're a starchy carbohydrate, they're not equal. Vegetables have less calories than fruit does, but they are equal in that they both create or they both contain, excuse me, antioxidants, which are anti-inflammatories. And we know that when the body is less inflamed, it actually can manage stress much better. So you ever wonder why somebody you're like looking at them and you're like, okay, why are you handling the craziness that's coming down? Literally, you're just sitting there eating your apple. The world is coming down at your ears and you just seem happy. Sometimes that has to do with our gut. Okay. 
Now, maybe they are also have built some skills up later, earlier in their past history. We can't always, you know, I don't want to dismiss that because we some people have been through some trauma. So certain things do not feel as bad as other things. But I will tell you, when you eat well and your body is not inflamed, you will handle stress so much better. And then we cannot forget our proteins. Proteins are important because they contain a series of amino acids that help our mental health. And one of them is L-theanine, excuse me, uh, tryptophan. You guys all know that as we're getting ready to come up on Thanksgiving, which everyone knows makes you feel relaxed and makes you sleepy. But we also don't realize that, you know what, it actually makes you feel calm too, partly why you're sleepy. And that's because it helps with neurotransmitter production. There's tyrosine and there's methionine and there's a bunch of other ones that come along from your proteins to make your body happy and healthy. Remember, we're trying to fuel ourselves in the best manner possible. And if you're looking at your processed food going, I don't know why this doesn't do it for me, come reach out and have a chat with me and I will explain why. And lastly, because I don't wanna leave it out, Uh, I would like to talk about healthy fats. Healthy fats are important. Omega-3s are good for the brain and they help the brain stay healthy and they help us think well and they give us lots of energy. And those omega-3s are found in specific foods. So salmon, tuna, sardines, nuts like walnuts, seeds, so like chia seeds, that type of stuff. And those add added benefits as well. Omega-3s are anti-inflammatory and they benefit the body. So when it comes to the world of stress, there are many, many ways to approach how we handle it. And I would like to say that if we take a holistic view And I'm not talking about, you know, just the crunchy view of like, you know, you must eat honey or maybe you need to be vegan. I'm just talking about a holistic view. So holistic view just means overall well-rounded health approach, looking at community, looking at social media, looking at your sleep, looking at exercise, healthy diets, and even concentrating on meditation and prayer where we are doing all of these little parts and pieces. And guys, it doesn't need to be much. Five minutes, 10 minutes max. We've got a decent number of hours in the day. Find yourself in the car. You can meditate. Don't close your eyes. Drive that car. But you can meditate in the car and pray and give every all your worries to God. You can pack yourself a lunch that's anti-inflammatory. You can take the stairs instead of the elevator if you're if you're busy. There's lots of little things. And if you approach your stress as a in a holistic manner, you will find that you get better at managing your stress. And I will say, unfortunately, every time we go through a stressor, we learn a new skill and it's just like weightlifting. It may feel like it's tearing our muscles, but eventually we grow stronger ones. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, Don't forget to follow the show so you can get notified when I drop a new episode. You can also join me in the Facebook group, Strong Faith, Fit Life. Hope to see you there. Until next time, bye.